Welcome to the Sick Palette Podcast. I'm your host, Deepa Shridhar. This is not necessarily a wine review podcast episode. Um, it's got direction. <laughs> I'm saying that mostly to myself, not to you. Uh, I want to talk uh, dessert wine, and maybe maybe that's actually the wrong way to phrase it. I want to talk your last course and pairing your last course, which I'm going to assume is dessert or has like dessert-like appeal, and how how to kind of sort of end your night because. I th- I think one of the things I've learned in my years of supper clubbing, which is the best kind of clubbing in my opinion, uh, is that the last course is tricky to pair, because you've you've especially let's say you're going to a paired paired course dinner. Uh, you know, you're you're. People are very tired by the end of having a, a meal with wine. You, you want to kind of get get on out of there, which is why it's very popular to uh, to go with a sherry or a port, just like a quick little a smaller a smaller glass, a little you know two ounces, three ounces. And then you, you get to getting, get out of there. But I am going to make a case for otherwise, for many reasons. And just like stick with me. Now, if you like sherry, if you like port, maybe this isn't, you know, the episode for you. I am someone who detests typically the dessert wine combination because I know something sweet and inky and syrupy this way comes. And I fucking hate it. And so this is a podcast uh, with some, some alternatives, some ideas. And are we eating dessert after February 14th, 2022? I hope so. I am. So... I was originally going to do this kind of episode before the 14th to help all you people who are still doing all of that. <laughs> it sounds like I've decided that I'm never doing any of that again. We don't need to get into it. I have no one else to blame whenever I go off pitch on this podcast but me. I know that. But anyways, we're going we're gonna to try and stay on course for the first time ever on this podcast. Okay, so let's talk dessert wines. Let's talk about your last course and let's talk about uh, what, what we're trying to achieve here. This is, uh, there is this idea, coffee and dessert. If you're going to do coffee around 9.30, 10 p.m., you are you're a braver soul than me. I'll tell you that. I don't even want that decaf coffee hit. I want none of that. I want 
I want nothing to do with it. Sorry. Get out of there. Uh-uh. Coffee and dessert. That, that feels like a brunch-specific idea. And I get it. The whole idea is to, like, wake someone up, you know, before they head home. Maybe you just want to be, like, a little bit alert. But in the year of 2022, who's not Ubering home after having many courses and pairing it with wine? Now, if you're, if you're just going for a quick dinner, you know, that's, that's a different thing. But you still don't need the coffee. So I am saying don't do coffee. Just don't do coffee. You're going to be up all night. It's going to suck. Don't do it. Uh, dessert wines. When we are talking about a sherry or a port, I'm always going for something super bone dry with sherry. I, I don't even want to talk about a port. Sorry. Not into it. I was researching ports and I essentially decided with, with my port tastings in February that I cannot find one I would recommend on this podcast. And this is why I'm an amateur. I just, uh, I'm saying no to port. Maybe that'll change once, uh, once I find a good port. If you are a fan of one, you know, reply. Uh, you can just reply back on the post and um, recommend one to me. Who knows? Maybe I'll even review it. Um, but another reason why I don't like going for sherry or port is because the hangover is real. Not that you're going to get hungover from like two to three ounces, but there's just so much more, typically more sugar in both of those. And I just, when I'm thinking about dessert and a pairing, bed, bed is like, maybe an hour away, couple hours away. You know, I'm not, I'm not hanging out for more than that. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to get home. Typically I've had my nights. Once again, we're going to stay on course. Okay. (laughs) Um, but yeah, you're, you're probably, that's going to be like, you know, your, your last drink of the night. I think this is where we got to make a case. This is this is where I think this is where I think a a certain a certain kind of drink that I am very very into the wine spritzer. Let me tell you. The wine spritzer is the ultimate dessert pairing. It is perfect. There is Nothing wrong with a little spritz, okay? Let me make the case. First off, wine spritzer. Sure, it's got a a slightly lower ABV. But what it also does is with club soda or a Topo Chico, it's, it's a natural palate cleanser. So you're not pairing something super sweet with something super sweet. What is this pairing, you know, a nice slice of cake with some syrupy, thick bullshit? Is, is that, 
honestly enjoyable to anybody else, here's the thing with the spritzer. It's just going to wash that sugar away from your mouth, all right? It's just going to go ahead and give you a clean palate. And if you make your spritzer with a beautiful natural wine, then it's a no contest. Um, I had a Pinot Noir that uh, I've had before, but I tried it again and I was like, wow, this is a perfect wine spritzer wine. Um, it is from Slow Down Wines, who has a very unique marketing. Uh, it is not... I, 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 I'm still trying to figure out the brand itself. <laughs> but Slow Down Wines makes um, a Pinot Noir called Send Nudes. And it is so drinkable. It's delicious. Um, it's super clean. It has um, that sort of lushness that I don't find actually in a lot of Pinot Noirs, but it's lush and clean. Um, so it doesn't linger. And it's something that I can imagine having just a great spritzer. Like I want a dessert with half of this Pinot Noir, half a Topo Chico, maybe a little spritz of a lemon. I'm in business. I'm good to go. Um, Lambrusco's also a great idea because they've got a little bit of that sparkle to them. Uh, although the other day I had a white Lambrusco. Not my jam. Mm-mm. Can't do it. I, 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 I like something red and sparkly. Red and sparkly, guys. Talk to your neighborhood wine merchant about a great Lambrusco. Tell them you're going to do a wine spritzer. We're bringing wine spritzers back. It's February in Austin, Texas. We are so close to some hot weather. And hot weather means pitchers of wine spritzers somewhere outside. Um, so yeah, my whole uh, case for this podcast episode is essentially switching, uh, I guess, hundreds of years of uh, thinking about dessert wine to the wine spritzer. This is a campaign to push the wine spritzer as your last drink of the night. Um, in my particular supper club, we make something called Winerade. Uh, Winerade, in the past, it's been topped up with like a little bit of like a mezcal floater, but you can do it sans mezcal. And essentially what Winerade is, um, is it is a mixture of natural wine, a couple bottles of natural wine. It's like a punch. Okay. Um, I make a, a fermented blueberry juice. Typically there's a whole post about it for you paid subscribers on sick palate. Um, you mix it with some topo. You add some citrus, some herbs. It's a hell of a wine spritzer, y'all. And I love serving that at my supper club because 
Um, it just has a bit of effervescence and it just, it's a, it's like a palate cleanser. So if you're throwing down multiple dishes throughout the night, you get to dessert, you just take out a, a, a new pitcher of wine or aid. It, 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 it really just sort of helps kind of, um, give everybody a clean palate. And I'm about having lots of spice in your savory and then going big for dessert. You just, I don't see how you can do it with like this maple syrup like port. It's just not, it's not the move. I did, I, I said in my notes to not make this a whole campaign for wine spritzers. It's in my Google Doc filled with sentences to help me stay stay focused on a podcast episode. And I looked at it. I looked at past Deepa, who was writing all of this, and I said, you know what? You're not in charge. Present Deepa is. Future Deepa might regret this. Future Deepa is definitely going to regret uh, me talking in third person uh, like a psycho. So, (laughs) at least I know, you know, it's good to know who you are and who you will be. Even if who you will be is just 20 minutes down the road. Still counts, you know what I mean? Um, But yeah, that that is really the case, uh, the case I'm making today. More Lambruscos, more natural wines mixed with Topo. And just let's let's go for this this summer of 2022 for all of your dinner parties. I really, really, really hope, just like everybody else in the world, I really hope this is the summer we get to have a summer. Do you remember last year we were promised, we were promised a good time. It was... I think I I think I had a two week window where it could have been a great time, right? And then everything, everything shut down, everything kind of turned around. So it's this summer, guys. This summer, this summer we will have a good time. We will have dinner parties. We will eat sweet things. With wine spritzers, okay? We're making the case for dinner parties in 2022. I was about to say 2023. You know, it's it's all just kind of sort of blurring together. <laughs> um, but I think I think that's really uh the case. I'm going to have in the post, um a couple of my my favorite natural wines I like to use for wine spritzers and I'll link to older posts about um the fermented blueberry juice you can make um and I'll have some winery stuff down there just things for you guys to just get your skills ready get get supper club ready um and speaking of supper club um, sick palette, sick palette is expanding. Uh, so for paid subscribers, 
Um, there's going to be two sub newsletters that are already going to be in your feed. Um, one of them is going to be called Day Parties, uh, which will include different kinds of guests, um, extra podcast episodes, uh, but we're basically going to talk about different kinds of day parties. So that's going to range from cultural, different cultural brunches, um, a lot of different kinds of traditions. The idea of a day party doesn't sound like I've got, I've got a whole idea down, but I do. I just don't have that Google Doc in front of me. In case you don't know, I can only now think through my numerous Google Docs. So if one of those are not in front of me, I have no idea what I can promise you. Uh, there's no short-term memory left in me. Nothing. As soon as it's written down, it's out of here. We're gone. I have got like 25 to 30 Google Docs going right now. Just, <laughs> I got to find the one where we're basically... Uh, it can bring my my memory back of that moment that I wrote that thing down. So I can assure you, perhaps I don't have it in front of me because I'm looking at the Sick Palette Podcast Google Doc. But I assure you, there is a Google Doc. Woo! So many ideas for day parties. But anyways, that's coming to you. The other one that's going to be coming is the Supper Club Report. Uh, the Supper Club Report is going to be a whole behind the scenes um, of the Supper Club, the Sick Palette Supper Club that happens here in Austin, Texas once a month. Once a month, um, essentially, I invite all of my chef, bartender, uh, artist, industry friends, and... Um, we we have like a, a a party together here in my townhouse and we uh the entry fee is a bottle of wine but you got to be like thoughtful about it and um we get to basically talk a lot of shit about this industry maybe about other people uh <laughs> i don't know why i said that i can't tell you about that you won't know about that part what you will know about is um, menu drafts. You will get kind of a sneak peek of the cooking. Um, and essentially, you'll also be able to get a lot of what's happening at the supper club um, along with additional pieces about a supper club. I've had a supper club now officially in some capacity, I've been running supper clubs since 2014, which is a very long time to, to basically have a career about throwing parties. That's my career. I throw parties and I talk about them. I talk about those parties. But we're also going to talk about the importance of parties within these two sub-newsletters. Um... So yeah, that is coming for paid subscribers. And I also wanted to um, make the case for a paid subscription. So it's $30 a year if you do it annually, which I definitely suggest because um, that is the most economical one. But also, if you're somebody that really enjoys the podcast 
um, enjoys the newsletters and you want more and you're right now at a spot where you can't afford the $30 a year, I totally understand, you know, we gotta, we gotta budget, we gotta figure out what's important, what isn't, email me and, um, email me the amount that you can afford, uh, for a subscription and, uh, we'll work it out and we'll figure, figure something out because I want everyone, uh, to be able to enjoy all this stuff that I'm about to output. And, uh, you know, for, for everybody's budget, but you know, like, even if it's like a dollar, just, just email me. Let's see, let's see what's happening. You know what I mean? I think, I think that's everything. I think that's, that's all I got in me. This, uh, this fine wine Wednesday. So, I will talk to you guys next week. Um, there are some exciting interviews coming down the pipeline soon. Um, and I'll keep you posted on all of that. Uh, but yeah, follow um, Sick Palette on Instagram at Sick Palette. And um, I already said I was going to talk to you guys later. So I'm going to go. I'm going to go and see if I can make myself a wine spritzer. I think that's what I'm going to do. All right, y'all. Happy Wine Wednesday.